0: dwellers, wastelanders, ghouls and super mutants and snallygasters and moth people. Welcome back to the show. This is the Fallout Lorecast. This is your home for all of the Fallout lore and all of the creepy things that go bump in the wasteland. I am your host Tom or Robots and I am back with my my good partner, my Partner in crime, my partner in creepiness, Ooh. my my spooky daughter, Laney Neos oh, wow. Pandora. You're my, uh, my what an
2: honor. My spooky Thank child, you.
0: my spooky kid, yes. my spookin' spookin' is that a thing?
2: That's strange. That is strange.
0: I feel like that needs to be like a series of products of like little itty bitty kid kid toys that are like really spooky.
2: Make them do it,
0: spookkins. You you buy them. You get them in like little eggs, and you open them up, and they're like creepy little little guys with big heads. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a new thing. I just Million invented dollar it. idea. Million dollar idea. I invented it right here. Can't steal it. I invented yeah, it. Yeah. Right copyright here. Robots, copyright. Patent robots. patented. What's going on, Neo's Pandora? How are you?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm good. You know. I know. The same. No. The same as always.
0: <laughs> same as always. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I'm excited about this episode because we have some patrons here with us to talk about the creepy things in the wasteland to cap this month. And we're going a little bit long because this episode is coming out after the end of Spooptober. But you know what? Spooptober, there's so much spoop in tober that it goes on a little bit long because you just can't contain it. So why not? Why not let it extend a little bit? And with us this month, we have three of our patrons. And first, we're going to start with Stagger and Stumble, who is back. Stagger, I know you've been working a lot, buddy. I know you've been kicking butt in the job department, and it's time to relax and talk about the creepiness of Fallout. How are you doing, buddy? Welcome back to the show.
3: I am doing great. Very excited to be back. It's been kind of lonely at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're kind of missing the conversation in the Discord, not having to talk about work stuff all the time i know my girlfriend's taking me talking about work stuff all the time
0: yeah i can believe that you know but hey you've got you've got us to talk to you tonight and we're going to cover all, all the creepy things that you know get under your skin and, and make it crawl around and you know make your hair stand on end so it's, it's going to be fun and then we also have katamari junkie joining us again katamari good to see you welcome back
4: thanks glad to be back another month
0: (laughs) another month also speaking of of creepy you've got a creepy black cat there eyeing you from behind like it's gonna eat you in the background
4: (laughs) oh she's cute that's iris Uh
0: uh-huh creepy black cat it's gonna (laughs) eat you that's what cats do they try to eat you um also (laughs) also we have reaper joining us reaper welcome to the show how's it going
1: good it's my first time actually so yeah
0: welcome i'm glad you're glad you're joining us and
1: thanks actually recently finished. I guess you could call it year one of the, uh, podcast,
0: the podcast. Yeah. Got through year one and yeah. man, catching up on the content. There is a lot of content. Now there are 169, uh, as of the, uh, the end of this week, there will be 169 episodes up. That is a lot. That's a lot of episodes, buddy. And you just made your way through the whole first year of content.
1: Yeah. Like two weeks of think.
0: Wow. Wow. Man, Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you found us and I'm glad you signed up for the Patreon and are able to join us on this episode. This is super fun. So yeah, let's kick this off. Let's kick this off. Okay, so I've been talking about creepy stuff with guests all month. This is your show. And what I want to hear from you guys are the things about fallout the things about the games that really get under your skin the things that creep you out the most and and we were chatting on discord about this a little bit and stagger when i when i mentioned it in the discord you you were saying that hey what are we going to talk about tonight i mentioned the creepy thing and you said mole rats and this has not come up yet this month you said mole rats and i've got some ideas about why that is but why mole rats
3: in general, like, the animals kind of freak me out. Uh, I also have mods on, like, all the Fallout games that I can, like, uh, three, four in New Vegas that, like, make the animals move faster and more, like, animal-like and stuff. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, there's something about, like, I don't know that. I don't know how to describe it. Just, like, the movement of animals, like, very quick, jerky, like, sprinting at you really fast. Erratic? Very unsettling,
0: yeah. The erratic movement of animals, the, like, like kind of unsettling nature you don't know what to expect kind of thing going on
3: yeah though i was being somewhat tongue-in-cheek with the mole rat comment well you know they
0: they do kind of pop out of the ground and they once they once they start coming at you they do that thing where they like pop out of the ground and then if you don't kill them they'll dig back into the ground and then they'll kind of track you for a while and then they'll pop out at the most unopportune times and they do that sound where it's like where they come out i can imagine that being unsettling especially when you aren't too familiar with the world yet but
2: that's the the same kind of thing that you said was unsettling for you about the mothman running into him
0: the mothman going like up into the air yeah he Um, just
2: disappears and then comes back Yeah. yeah
0: also the um the rad scorpions do the same thing i had um when i jumped back into new vegas for the first time in years i started a new character and Was no, no. I started, I restarted an old save. I just picked an old save from an old character and I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what build I was, no idea what gear I was, no idea how far into the game I was. And I started, uh, restarted an old character. And sure enough, I was at some point in the map, didn't know what I was doing. And the first thing I ran into was a rad scorpion and it just started following me around. And I didn't know what was going on. And i tried running away from it the thing chased me halfway across the entire map i couldn't get rid of it and it was it was that thing where it would like burrow under the ground i couldn't attack it couldn't do anything so all of a sudden it would like like right up next to me and the character was not in a good situation i didn't have much in the way of stim packs or any and like really solid health or armor or anything and so it just kept chasing me and i finally climbed up on top of some um buildings in order to try to get away from it and it kept chasing me anyway And I finally stopped noticing it and I thought I got rid of it and then jumped off the building again. Sure enough, the thing was still tracking me even though I wasn't on the ground and it kept chasing me until it killed me. And so yeah, uh, Rad Scorpions, sons of bitches. (laughs) That's my story, I'm sticking to it.
4: (laughs) I accidentally, there was that golden um, Rad Scorpion. I didn't know what it was and I shot it. Didn't barely do any damage to it. Mm -hmm. I could not get away from him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had to die for that one
0: (laughs) yeah so the idea of um, you know creatures in the world being scary I I can totally I can totally get that especially as they become more and more mutated infected Um, in Fallout 76 they have the the scorched plague and they start to look like they're (laughs) the skin starts to look like bacon that's been a little bit you know cooked too long that gets kind of kind of gross, so yeah, I, I get that. So stagger, you said it was kind of a half of a joke. What else? What else stands out to you as something that, like, when you first jumped into Fallout and you didn't have much of a background with the games, what really, what was one of the first things that really kind of hit you as like unexpected, unexpected, creepy? Like, oh, this I, I didn't think this game was going to go here. Uh,
3: so like as I played through the game like i was over and over like surprised by the actions of like others um so like i guess i how do i describe it? the the depravity of my fellow man yeah and the games became very unsettling or like how normalized like things like violence and uh sexual violence and slavery and fucking all kinds of other like the fucked up shit was
0: yeah. 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 Man being the worst monster of all. Like
3: a good example of, um, like in Fallout new Vegas, uh, what is that guy's name? Barton Thorne. Like when he, he's like, Hey, like my girlfriend's being attacked. Can you help me? Like, uh, with the geckos and stuff. And you like go up the cliff and you like kill the geckos and you find that little like cache of like treasure and stuff. And then he just shows up and he's like, Hey, thanks for that. Like, now I'm going to kill you. This right. is how like right. little things like that happen all the time and how normalized it is and how you can't trust anybody. And like, you really get to see like the worst of humanity and fall out.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that hit you kind of sideways that you like, you were like, Oh, this is dark.
3: Yeah. I guess like, I, I mentioned it before in a podcast. Like I've had issues with substance abuse. I've been incarcerated. I've been homeless. Like, so I've gotten to like get like a first hand glimpse of a lot of these like really unsavory aspects of, uh, humans are like what people are capable of even in real life so like it kind of hits closer to home when i see it in the video game because i know like people are messed up
0: right right yeah and it seems like there's a lot of people in fallout that are that way you know um i mean there's a lot of people in in the real world that, that are that way too but there's there's a lot who aren't it just depends on what circles you run in you know there's a lot of people who you know try to not be that way but in a in a post-apocalyptic setting it feels like especially when you're kind of out there in the wasteland on your own there's a lot of people you run into that are just in dire straits and they're kind of willing to screw over whoever in order to survive it's kind of what you run into Uh, we and we also got pie man our liberty pie man able to join us this week he just popped into the chat how's it going pie man
5: i'm doing good i actually forgot about this to be honest hey
0: well hey you just you got you got in just after we started welcome how's it going you doing good 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 i'm in joplin
5: missouri right now
0: joplin missouri well missouri loves company so
5: mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> Funny. <laughs> well i'm glad I you're able to join joke. us
0: you got the joke we're talking about the things in fallout that creep us out the most and stagger brought up the idea that um you know just the humans the depravity of human nature is one of the things that really Really got under his skin when he first started playing Fallout. And also, and you put here in in, in the chat, Cazadores. That's another thing that nobody brought up this last month during all the interviews. Cazadores are terrible. <laughs> They're so, man, yeah, screw those guys. Like, nobody likes Cazadores in New Vegas. They're just, oh, oh, you you just don't want to have to fight those guys ever. So, okay, so those that, that's your list of, like, totally don't want to deal with them totally get that um katamari when it comes to fallout what what gets under your skin and i'm talking like not even just enemies that you don't want to deal with what really creeps you out
4: i think the first thing in the fallout series that really really creeped me out it was in um fallout 4 going through that um uh it's in salem there's that where there's a death claw trapped in the building, mm-hmm. you're like walking through the building, and then you hear like the the creaks in the floors. You hear it thudding around in other rooms. It was terrifying to yes. go through.
0: Yes, a number of people this month on our chats have brought that up, and I think I think what's particularly terrifying about those th- that kind of situation is the impending doom of it. You know, that feeling of like I know what that sound sounds like. I'm pretty sure what that is. I'm pretty sure that I'm stuck in here with it.
4: (laughs) it, It's figuring out that it was a death claw and knowing that I was in this tiny building with like no real hiding spots or places to get around. And I'm about to be cornered with this beast. Right. And I was Terrified.
0: Right. It's the, it's the imagination. It's the figuring out the direness of the situation and then your imagination playing with it at the same time. Like human beings are pretty good at piecing things together. And then our imaginations play through the scenario of like okay how is this gonna go you know like these are the variables here death claw limited amount of space this is what i brought with me into the building hmm this plus this minus this equals uh uh oh yeah yeah Yeah, I can totally see that. And um, when we talked with Nate on the the previous episode, he um, he had a lot to do with the lighting and the uh, environment in that building, which, of course, adds to the tension of that because it's it's really dark and kind of misty in there, if I recall. It's, it's yeah. dimly lit. So it's not like you're walking into like a brightly lit, lit supermarket and all of a sudden you could see a you know, Deathclaw's head peeking up over the, the shelves on the other side of the, you know, no, it's, it's a dark place. And that adds to the ominous nature of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's definitely a, oh crap moment for sure. Is there, is there anything else that really stands out to you?
4: I think that was the only thing that really stuck in my mind, except for the first time I met a super mutant in Fallout 3 after completely burning the the first town and not knowing what I was doing and not knowing what kind of enemies were in Fallout. Yeah. And I ran to a super mutant with like five rounds of ammo and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> uh,
0: excuse me, sir. <laughs> These these five rounds will probably just tickle you, won't they? <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's part of the wonderful quality of of the game is is not always knowing the full extent of what you're going to run into and what's really out there, especially the first time you play it. Um, that that first experience of like, okay, what even even is a super mutant? Or do you guys you guys remember in Fallout Three? when the first time you run into a behemoth, you remember this? Yeah, Pyman's nodding. Some of you guys are nodding. You get- you, Yes. Pyman, go ahead. Do you remember this? You get through the, the metro, and you come out the other side. You're trying to get to um, the radio station.
5: And mm-hmm. and Three dog. It took me forever. Yeah. It took me forever because I had, I while playing Fallout, Fallout, before I found Mods, in Fallout 4, I, I would have the toughest time finding ammo. Because, I let me first, I would always have ammo, just mm-hmm. wouldn't be for the right gun.
0: Right, so right. I would go
5: at this, I would always go at this behemoth with, with like nothing but a hunting knife.
0: Oh, geez. Geez, yeah, and that's- And
5: like nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you're, you're going through the Metro, you're trying to get to 3Dog and the radio station, and you come out of the Metro there in the middle of DC, and that's where the behemoth was. That's the first time you run Mm -hmm. into a behemoth and and you you later on learn that like the the um, super mutants can continue to get larger like this strain of super mutant actually can get bigger and bigger. And that idea just kind of blows your mind at that point. Like, oh, my God, these things were big to begin with. And you're introduced to them with the Brotherhood, the, the, you know, the, you, you come across these dudes in power armor with laser guns fighting these super mutants. And you're going, OK, this is these are formidable things for these dudes in power armor with laser laser guns to be having a hard time fighting them. And then all of a sudden they throw a gigantic one at you and, and it's like, oh, crap. OK, great. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I remember that being a particularly horrifying situation
5: that and the fire ants in great edge
0: oh yeah speaking about animals we were talking about animals too do you guys remember the fire an- ants do you remember dealing with them laney's nodding
5: i'm happy yeah they kick your butt <laughs> yeah i'm happy but didn't bring them back i i absolutely hated them so much yeah because when i would tr- it, it'd be like you would attack one and then like six more would be around the corner just ready it always seemed like that. So I always try whenever I played Fallout 3, I'd always steer steer clear of gray ditch at all costs. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know some people have like that. some people have that fear of spiders. But I feel like um very large ants probably have a very similar quality. They're not exactly spiders, but they're kind of spider-like in the fact that they've got the long legs and the mandibles. You know, running into a giant spider is probably similar in some ways to running into a big uh, ant. They're, they're kind of similar, at least I, I would think. I don't have a big fear of spiders, but, you know, big insects. Not particularly great to run into. I think that's up on my list as well. Um, Katamari, do you have any other? No, nothing else really stands out? Super Mutants?
4: No, those are the two things that really terrified me when I played.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Let's see. Let's move on to um, Reaper. Reaper, when it comes to Fallout, what what really stands out to you about uncomfortable, scary, getting under your skin situations?
1: I would say, so I mostly played Vegas in four. Mm -hmm. So I would say the, the Sierra Madre. The first and only time I went in there, because of the the, the cloud, uh-huh. the first and only time I went in there was the last time. I just said, no, sorry, because I was a like a lowish level, if I can remember correctly.
0: Okay, so you entered it re- like relatively early then.
1: Yes, because I just, I, I had all the DLCs. I'm like, oh, what's this quest?
0: Right, Never right.
1: mind. Kind of deal. Yeah,
0: uh, I think you have to be at least, what, level 15, <laughs> if I recall, to get in there? Is it level 15, Pyman, or you're nodding your head?
4: It's it, like
5: it's close to it. what
0: was that yeah, yeah, it's recommended recommended like level 15 to get in there yeah, yeah. some of them have like level like there's like a limit before you can go in or it's like a recommended level but yeah, yeah 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 okay so what yeah new vegas like talking about new vegas new vegas i find to be darker than fallout 3 and fallout 4 because the the team that designed new vegas had a lot of the same um Well, some of the same members that were part of the original development team for one and two and that original team like um, stagger was saying dealt with some of the topics that I think Bethesda just hasn't really touched anymore. Some of the things they bring up in New Vegas are topics that they don't bring up in the like mainline Bethesda titles like they stay away from certain topics that that come up in New Vegas Did you feel that way, um, Reaper, like going from new Vegas to four that, like some of the topic areas in new Vegas were just like, Uh, like for example, like you go to the strip, right. And, and you've got the casinos on the strip on the, the casinos on the strip. You have prostitution, you have eating humans, you have like, and eating humans does come up in, in other Bethesda stuff, but like, um, slavery like some of these darker topics and the way they cover them are they're there's just this sense that like the bethesda team plays things off a little bit lighter and a little bit more jokey and the the team for new vegas and one and two play things off as just a lot more grim and the tone was just darker
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah because Uh, or most like some of the people in obsidian also from the creators of one and two.
0: Right. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. That's, that probably influenced it a whole lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, there's even just like some of the characters that you come across just have this, like this grimness to them. They're just darker characters. They tend to be a little bit more, I don't know. There's more desperation. There's more, struggle in their pasts. There's more, there's more murder. And, and like, um, you know, like stagger was talking about like personal abuse and rape and like these kinds of really dark, dark things in their pasts. Um, and you don't get as much of that. There's still some of that, but it just doesn't get as as much that way. I don't know. That's what I think of when I think of of New Vegas. And that being your kind of well, that was your first foray. And do you start with New Vegas and then get to? Yeah, fourth? I
1: started New Vegas, then four. Yeah. Then I briefly, very, very briefly played three, but I put it down. Mm-hmm. I mostly mod four now. Mess with mods in it and
0: mm-hmm. four. Cool, cool. So, when when you play four, is there anything in four that stands out as particularly creepy?
1: Uh, no, not really. Like, because you said, I feel like, but besides that, kind of like light, light, lightens up some of the topics. Like that was New Vegas.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. There are some there are some really creepy mods for four that I've been waiting to try out. I I, I need to make a point to do it. I just haven't done it yet. Um,
1: yeah, because I think. You said you did a mod joke is where it was like all foggy, like silent hill-esque, I yes. think.
0: Yes. Um Jessica Starr mentioned that one when she was on the show. And um I actually followed up with her about that and I have meant to download it, install it. I just haven't had haven't taken the time to do it. Um what was it called? I'll have to look it up. Um I'll post it again on the Discord if I can find it again. Um but yeah, that looks really interesting. Like taking, taking the environment and making it look really dark, like silent Hill and creating a, um, like a really limited view distance and making it very creepy. And it, I think it also adds in other creatures and other monsters and things that don't exist in fallout. So it like really adds like ups, the whole creep level (laughs) for the game, which is pretty cool. So, so, yeah so anything else in in follow that like in just in general that also stands out to you as like anything get, like when you first started playing is there anything else that really just got under your skin
1: uh the the centaurs i think yeah the centaurs oh yeah in new vegas yeah because i was just i think it was, i was like traveling along just walking along then you know the centaur mm-hmm. i think it was a other or rad scorpion just out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The centaurs, uh, that's, that uh, hits like the level of like body horror. Right. That's like a completely different kind of creepiness. This idea of like taking body parts and like them coming out of, you know, a chest or an extra arm or, you know, and the centaurs are, are, it's like a human torso with a head, but then it's like attacked on extra human torso that comes out the back with extra arms (sighs) like walk around like this and for anybody who's listening to the audio version of the show i'm doing creepy arm things (laughs) to make it look like walking yeah i remember those being particularly disturbing when when first seeing those and thinking like what the heck is that thing and i remember very on purpose not getting close to them just thinking like i just kind of noped out of that i was like i'm not walking up to those did you guys have similar responses to those how did you guys respond to centaurs when you first came across them and feel free to chime in any anybody i know mean, i have uh, I, I haven't met yet oh you you haven't played New I, vegas
5: I, I i just started oh okay because I, 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 everyone's telling me that fall f- new vegas is the best out, out of out of them and i have an xbox in here now so i've been trying trying to catch up on my n- new vegas but but i ha- i almost came across one the other day yeah and yes y- yeah i was like what what is that that shouldn't be there uh <laughs> all, all, also also side side note uh-huh. side note and fallout and fallout 3 there's they, they do talk about slavery
0: <laughs> yes yeah the topics do come up in 3 and 4 and 76 but there's it's the way they cover them aren't as detailed it's not as dark or dark yeah there, there's something about yeah, the way they as cover Dark
5: is new vegas
0: i agree yeah yeah that's that's what i was trying to say stagger what were you going to say about centaurs i shot the shit out of them dude yeah yeah once, violently and aggressively <laughs> yeah once i started engaging them i was like this thing i'm putting it out of its misery i kind of felt bad for them because they look enough like people that you feel like oh god that's a human sort of or was at one time right like i don't know that was my feeling
3: Speaking of centaurs, any of you guys play a uh, Fallout One?
0: I mean, I've, I've dabbled in it. I, I haven't spent a ton ton of time playing it. I've watched um, playthroughs, but I haven't spent a whole it, lot of time playing it myself. The
3: master is like complete body horror. Oh my god! Yes. Holy fuck,
0: dude. Yes, yes. We I, we talked. Um, so when Ken was on the show, he brought up the master as being like his most horrifying experience ever in Fallout. And if you don't know who the master is, he's kind of the main bad guy in Fallout One, and his face is basically fused with like a computer monitor and it's like dripping around the computer. It looks like his skin is just like dripping and formed with the computer monitor. He even has a tentacle eye that comes out from his forehead and like comes propped up and kind of looking around.
3: The voices like it'll go from like an adult man's voice, like a little girl's voice to like a bunch of voices all together. And like, just, oh
4: man, that was perfect. Like horror. Yeah I kind of regret googling that right now. I never played the first Fallout.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty messed up. And this oh, is Oh
4: my god. <laughs> this is the
0: origins of the game. Like this is like the master was this is the beginning of the FEV, the you know what what this you know post-apocalyptic world can do to a, a, he was a brilliant mind who then mutated and fused with this computer technology and then used super mutants in order to try to further his goals in the wasteland and they like he like when you finally come across him and actually see what he looks like he's it's just like oh my god yeah it's pretty messed up looking yeah, solid point, Stagger. He is he is absolute body horror. And body horror is one of those things that comes up in, in the games every so often. You get something that's just total body horror. Snallygaster from 76 is body horror. It's got multiple eyes running scary. all over it. It's scary. Yeah, it, it looks like this weird mutated animal that's just kind of pieced together in body parts in weird places that, that shouldn't be in. Um, it's a weird body horror thing for sure. Absolutely, absolutely, Lainey. How do you feel about any of the things that we've brought up so far? I know you, we've been chatting away.
2: Yeah, I'm honestly surprised that more people don't bring up the master because it is, it's terrifying. But I guess it is dependent on you knowing what he looks like.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot of people yeah, don't play. Or that makes sense. Didn't play one. It was a long time ago. You know, 20 years ago now, or older than that. Um, absolutely, the Grafton monster. Yeah, another kind of body horror kind of monster because it's lacking a head. It doesn't have yeah. a head. You know? It's super weird looking. Oh, and the mod, um, the mod for Fallout 4 is called Whispering Hills. I found it. I found it in my conversation with Jessica. Um, so if you're looking for a really cool spooky mod for Halloween or this time of year, Whispering Hills for Fallout 4, look it up. It'll it'll Probably, it'll do it for you. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Um,
2: it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I was just thinking also about kind of body horror. The uh, the Flatwoods monster, right? You don't notice just looking at it, but you've seen what it looks like inside of its suit, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty creepy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an alien, but it's not just a regular proportioned uh, Zayton like the others. No, the,
2: the top half is pretty normal, but then as it goes down its body, it's kind of shriveled as if it's it's not you know it's not really using those muscles anymore Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that that half the body's dead almost it's really gross
0: yeah (laughs) yeah and you have to wonder like did that happen because it was put in the suit or was it a um physically i don't know physically injured or was it you know like i think we
2: talked about them i think that they maybe are that that's just how they are I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't remember.
0: Yeah. But it could be, it could be a number of scenarios on something like that. Right. Yeah. it, It is a little bit odd. It's an oddity. We'll tell you what, we're, we're halfway through the episode. Why don't we take a break to thank our patrons, these guys and the other people who have helped support the show. And we'll come back in a minute and continue talking about the creepy stuff in fallout. So we'll be right back.
4: Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of general atomic's finest. Still eager to serve.
0: All right, so we currently have a big round number of 50 patrons. Holy moly, thank you to all of our patrons. And at the top of our patron list is, of course, our Liberty Prime, Liberty Pie Man. He's right down there. Look at that guy right there. Liberty Prime, thank you so much, Pie Man. Thank you for supporting the show. You've been our biggest supporter for such, such a long time now. We we really do appreciate it. All the support you give the show. So thank you so very much for that. Also, this guy over here, Stagger and Stumble, and Southern Rage supporting us at Century, at the SentryBots here get calls out every week. So thank you for supporting our show at that tier as well. And then all of the Assault Assaultrons, some of these guys on the show and others who weren't able to be here this week are at the level that can help, help us out and also join us on the show. Um, Every month. So thank you to you guys and everyone else who supports the show. So thank you everybody We really do appreciate it. Lainey and I appreciate the support you help us to keep this going to make this a full-time thing for us And we couldn't do it without you. So from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you very 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 much and if um, you know if we help you get through your workday your drive to work your workout or working on your stretching because stretching is important for health reasons because you got to stay limber you know you got to stay limber it's not just for gymnasts anymore keep on stretching keep the circulation going in your body and if you listen to podcasts while you stretch then go check out patreon.com falloutlorecast and see if there's a tier that you like and that's all I'm gonna say why don't we get back to the show here we go
2: if you have- questions about nuka world i'd be delighted to answer
0: them mm-hmm. we're talking about stretching today all right so here we are back with the show pie man pie man when you first jump here when you for pie, pie man reporting for duty pie man when mm. you when you first start playing fallout what was the first thing that really creeped you out
5: okay so the first Fallout i ever played was number three Mm-hmm uh I, I was a young kid then
0: you were a young pie man you were like a, min, a, a mini pie. pie you were like a little like a little mini pie boy pie
5: boy yeah 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 it was pie boy uh-huh
0: you're like a little uh, mini like but, the, little, the little pies that you get at the gas station like the little ones that they put up on the on the end cap like those little yeah, like, yeah. little ones yeah
5: yeah the, the single serve ones yeah yeah Yeah. so, so <laughs> uh, for. Fir- first thing that ever scared or like you know creeped me out a lot was uh it wasn't from Fallout 3 there was a lot of stuff that creeped me out Fallout 3 but mostly what creeped me out the most was actually from Fallout 4 mm. when uh when you first uh uh meet the minutemen you know Preston Garvey that dude he's pretty creepy that that dude is pretty creepy but <laughs> also all, but also uh when you first well, when you get onto the roof of the museum uh-huh. after you get all the power armor and the stuff all of a sudden all, all of a sudden this the uh, it's uh i know we've got, we've already talked about it like this creature uh, the death claw that's coming all all of a sudden after you're done or like in the middle of killing raiders all of a sudden, you see a death claw come out from the the street. I'm thinking, what the heck? I'm not even. I'm gonna die. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It. I almost thought about running away because because I barely had anything at that point, and I was. It, it was super creepy. The yeah. Other thing that.
0: Yeah. That and, well, here really, let's let's talk about that for a second because that thing just like climbs out of the ground. And it's right at the beginning of the game. You're not that far along, and all of a sudden they're throwing a death claw at you, and then it starts tossing cars. Do you remember this? It starts, you. it starts throwing cars at you. You guys, you guys were. You can feel free to chime in too, because there's not too many of us on, on the the chat right now. But if you guys want to chime in with any specific memories, I remember this thing like throwing cars at me and just barely dodging into buildings to avoid cars being thrown on top of me and that being like like particularly stressful (laughs) like oh my god this is this is what this fight is going to be right now this is what's happening
3: cool okay thanks game speaking of deathclaws uh the first fallout game i played was new vegas and um i was wandering around not doing the quests and just like exploring the map and uh, i went to prim pass where that blind deathclaw is uh-huh. and i saw it and it was like blind death claw i'm like hot it's all like old and crippled and fucked up like i'm totally <laughs> gonna kill it. and like i shot it and it did like nothing like nothing at all and i was like ah beans <laughs> beans <laughs> you're like ah, oh, i got you
0: blind death claw and then you're like pink <laughs> like your billet just kind of bounces off of him and you're like oh crap <laughs>
3: I had a varmint rifle
0: yeah my varmint rifle is meant for shooting varmints not death claws I guess I'll just tickle this thing to death and you probably only had like what 20 rounds at that point anyway and so you probably didn't even have enough bullets to kill it yeah oh man yeah so Paimon, um, back to back to your experiences so the death claw at the beginning of four yeah Mm-hmm. I remember that.
5: Yeah. I'm- yeah. It sort of screwed me up with everything. But, but another thing I'm going to go, I, I'm going to be flip flopping between games. Cause I just like doing that. Dude, so. Go for it. Yeah. So from Fallout three, when I was just a pot wheel, pie boy, <laughs> you, you know, you know, uh, when these, when the Raiders, you, you know, when you're near a Raider camp and all of a sudden you start seeing heads on pikes. Yeah. Yeah, when you see dismemberment, or or when you're when near, uh, well, what are they called? Super mutant, like a hideout. All of a sudden, you start seeing blood, gore S- everywhere, and like in these cages and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me as a wee pie boy, thinking. What did I get myself into? <laughs> like, like seriously, what did I get myself into? Why did my mom let me play this game?
0: <laughs> what was my mom thinking? Did your mom even yeah, know what? you were playing this game as a wee Pie boy?
5: Yeah, yeah, she knew. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, and
0: she was there when I bought it. <laughs> did you read the box? Like, hmm, M for mature, rated M for extreme violence, language- My mom is very progressive. Door. <laughs>
2: You let me play these games when I was just a wee pie girl. You weren't that
0: little. You were you were a teenager by the time you were playing Fallout.
5: I, I mean, granted, I was playing. Yeah, I was playing Grand Theft Auto at, at that time too. Like like one, two, in Vice City.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like so the violence in Grand Theft Auto is like shooting rocket launchers at cars and helicopters. I mean, there's a little bit That's more a totally like
5: different topic.
0: It's yeah, it's completely different. Like coming across a super mutant camp with a bunch of skulls in a bag, in a bone bag. And, and, and we were talking to Nate Perkypile the last episode and he's like, he was really proud of designing the bat, the, the lighting in th- the lighting fixture in three. That was effectively a corpse packed inside of a corpse packed inside of a corpse with a light in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's, that's on a completely different level than anything you come across in grand theft auto Mm
5: -hmm. uh so i'm gonna stick with number three at the moment it's it's basically the whole whole dlc of of the pit right there Mm. me as a wee pie boy thinking they really did that (laughs) humans are really that do that
0: really that gross and mean and terrible
5: yeah like I mean, I got over it eventually, but it was like when I there was a lot of things because I way down the line in one of these other patron episodes, I don't know if I said it on stream or not, but I'm high functioning autistic mm-hmm. yeah you, you mentioned that before everything yeah. goes everything like like that goes to my imagination and it's like could this actually be real? Could this actually happen? Oh my gosh. What did I get myself into? Oh my gosh. People can be that mean. Oh my gosh. It's like that. But eventually when I got older, grew into my high man self, <laughs> uh-huh. it, 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 be, it, it, it was a lot better. It got better. It didn't creep me out. Cause I'd been playing a lot. I'd beaten the game like three times already. Mm -hmm. at that point
0: Mm -hmm. you realize that you didn't have to worry about you know corpse bags being around the next corner in your neighborhood somewhere yeah
5: yeah (laughs) Yeah, also when you when you meet when you go into the first super duper mart in fallout 3 that, that 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 was my first time dealing with actual raiders and like everything like that and it was like really people would do that and it and it really creeped me out but it was fascinating at the same time and how bethesda did like this fighter fight or flight scenario but they blew the the flight aspect out they basically burned it death really well, these raiders
0: yeah 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 putting in a situation where you like in some cases people couldn't run away they were stuck in the situation mm-hmm. so what did they do they went crazy yeah, that kind of thing.
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then this goes uh, back to what Stagger was talking about at the beginning, this idea of the depravity of humans, the potential, like the, the the creepiness of it and the horror of what people could potentially do in situations like this when they are, you know, stressed out, in dire need of survival, willing to do anything to To survive, and the terrible things that they would do to each other, um, and how that you know I mean it's it's the depravity of man it's it's uh it's um what's the book with the the children that are on the on the island together Uh, Lord of the Flies right Mm -hmm. it's like these themes in literature come around and around and around this idea of like the terrible things that humans are capable of doing to each other because we're intelligent and we're diabolical. And we're we're animals. We're going to do what we can to survive. And if it comes at the detriment of other people around us, so be it. Many of us will do it no matter what. Um, some of us won't, some of us will stand for the greater good. Some of us will stand for morality. Some of us will stand together against those things, but a lot of people won't. And it creates interesting stories, but it also creates really terrible moments and really creepy situations so um
5: and i think that's i got one more oh go ahead I go ahead one yeah one yeah. more go for it uh so so th- this actually th- this actually happened this morning while i was waiting at a walmart distribution center in oklahoma uh-huh. great place <laughs> uh so okay. so i was playing fallout 4 on my xbox back here uh and i came across the, uh, in a bus on a bus there was a, there was a skeleton and I didn't think anything of it at the time until I saw it was a, it wasn't an adult skeleton. It was like a, a child sized skeleton. And, and then there on the seat, there was a teddy bear. And that really, really got creeped me out a little bit. Like, uh, like to where I was in a wee pie boy standards. <laughs> oh no, you went back to back to pie boy in your brain. Yeah, a, li- a little bit, a little bit, and then then I was like, I was on a mission at that point because right now I'm playing as an assassin, uh, my playthrough as an assassin, uh-huh. so I I can't be like, but but yeah, me personally, oh, oh that creeped me out so much, so much this morning it was like it, it was ridiculous, yeah, <laughs> and I didn't know how I didn't c- catch it when I first. Because I didn't really notice those sort of things. And that now that I've beaten the game like four, five, six times.
0: Mm-hmm. The environmental storytelling. <laughs> like the, the, the environmental yeah, situations. Per- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, you, do the rest of you yeah, guys... I, I, do, does that affect you guys? Do you guys notice the environmental storytelling in the game? Where you come across a situation and you see the remnants of something... And you piece it together and you go, hmm, I think this is what happened here. And then all of a sudden it dawns on you and you go, oh, that's really dark. Does anything, do you, do you have any memories of anything specific that really stands out? And you go, oh, man. Um, one that I particularly like is the Asane Asylum in 76. There are rooms in the Asane Asylum where you get the remnants of what might have been situations that occurred. So, uh, uh, blocks. Letter blocks that spell out "Red Rum" in the insane asylum. Um, it, you know, like it's a callback, right, to a movie. But the situation that was going on there also plays into what may have happened in that situation. Or
2: there's this one in seventy six, I believe, in the in the penitentiary. Penitenti- that's how you say that, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's in one of the cells, there's a guy in a bathtub with a toaster, right? Dead body bathtub yeah. toaster. And then outside of it, it says, please. Please. <laughs> in blocks with a W. And then there's water. So it says, please water. And then oh. the dude is dead in the bathtub with a toaster.
0: Oh. Yeah. 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 I also <laughs> like it. I also like it when people take, like, the bears and the, like, furniture and the things and the gnomes and make situations with them and like the, the remnants of those in the environment. You ever noticed those like, like dark situations, like a bear holding a knife <laughs> and like holding up a, uh, like some, some other creature. And then like next to it is like the corpse of somebody. But there are, there are some really sad situations too, where you can just find uh. like a skeleton, you know, on a park bench with a newspaper and you're like oh that was some guy who probably just got blown away when the bombs dropped and never never even saw it coming sitting on a park bench you know but then there are situations where um i'm trying to think of specific ones in particular but like there are some where it's it's clearly i'm trying to it's clearly a situation where like somebody offed themselves cuz there's a gun in a skeleton's hand and they were in an office building and like the, the information, the memo on the desk is alluding to the fact that they owed lots of money or like these kinds of dark situations where like suicide is alluded to, you know, those kinds of things. I
5: feel like I've seen the one that you're talking about. I don't remember where, but I, I feel like I've seen it. Mm -hmm.
0: And that stuff is the game is just, the games are just riddled with that kind of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. You just have to pay I've attention. also
5: seen the uh, I've also seen the funny one where it, it, it's in four where it, it, the apparel place where you got rid of raiders all of a sudden you open the bathroom and you see a teddy bear with the with newspaper on the toilet yeah yeah but yeah that, those, those are good that too that was the yeah. first
4: thing that popped into my head when you were talking about them being in weird positions and I'm like that's not spooky but <laughs> got the little paper on the toilet right right. <laughs>
0: Right. Or the darker side is like the skeleton who's uh, in a toilet, but like their head is stuck in the toilet. Like somebody murdered them by drowning them in the toilet and left their body there, you know, like things like that. And it's just like all of these dark situations that you kind of piece together with the remnants of corpses or bones. Um, some of that stuff's really dark. I mean, wait, that come-
1: uh, oh, sorry. You can go. Uh, okay, so, sorry. So um, someone comes to mind about uh, what we, you said. Uh, robots, was was just people killing themselves was at the beginning of four when you first get to sanctuary. Mm-hmm. You're going through the houses. There's, I think, there was a film in the corner with like tattered clothes on, with I think there was a pipe pistol. i the go next to like in the corner of one of the houses. Just so, something like, kind of like that. Uh, the edge from the boat flies are just off themselves, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it might be. And and that's the thing is that like you look around and there might be even more evidence as to what happened there. Um, Like maybe they did, you know, maybe. And and it could have been because in four, the situation that you're dealing with is like you see a bomb dropping in the distance and you got into the vault. Like maybe that person didn't get into the vault. Right. And so they like ran back to their house, grabbed their gun, saw the explosion in, in the distance and thought, Oh crap. And then just shot themselves because they didn't want the bomb to take them out. You know, like maybe that was it. Um, or it was, if it was a pipe pistol, maybe that happened after the bombs dropped because maybe they were somebody who was trying to survive after the bombs dropped and they couldn't, and they were hungry and starving. And so they decided to just off themselves rather than die from starvation. You know, like, these kinds of scenarios play play around play through your mind when you look at these situations and you're going and both, all of them are dark. They're all scary and sad and tragic. Um, And it like, and that's the stuff in the, in these games that like if you actually take the time to kind of walk through slowly and look at these scenarios, and just give it a thought for a second rather than like so much of the time we're just kind of running through these zones collecting all the things you know like especially when you're when you're low on gear and low on resources or when you want to build stuff in 4 or 76 you're just picking up everything right you're just filling your pockets but if you slow down a little bit and just look at the environment of each room there's almost always something there and so much of the time it's just really dark and sad <laughs> or funny it's one or the other. Mm. It's one extreme or the other. It's it's either wacky and funny or it's like super dark and sad. It's like one extreme or the other. So, hi, man. Did you have no, something I just,
5: else? I, I just thought I, I lied. I, I just thought of one more that just that creeped me out. But yeah. but it wasn't this morning. Uh, it was when I when I first started up Fallout Four. It was after they took sh- after uh, I forget his name took sean and and they killed m- my character's wife right it was at it was after right when we got our character got unthawed and then you've realized that you were the only one everyone else in that facility dead yeah yeah that creeped me out a little bit too because uh i don't know it did it, it just it was just one of those things where it was like it didn't sit right with me really with with what I was going through at the time. It just didn't really sit right, but I powered through, you know, because it was the beginning of the game. I'm thinking it can't get much darker than this. Oh boy. I was wrong, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that makes uh, sense. That makes sense because I get it. Like you're in a situation where everybody's still alive. You walk into this environment you see all of these people walking in, you see all the staff, everybody's there you're you're put into a chamber you're frozen you wake up you see the situation unfold your wife is killed your son is, is taken away you're thawed again you're, you're frozen again you're thawed out the thing opens up and the place is a tomb at that point everybody else is exactly. dead all the other bodies are dead you're the only one left alive you walk through every room the only living thing left in that place are the rad roaches. that's it mm-hmm. and you make your way out of there and it's dead you you get up to the surface and it's basically silent and there are like remains of things around but it actually takes you a little while before you come across any creatures when you leave even when you leave that place like the environment is even more barren like when you are going into that fault you're right it's like there's colors on the houses everybody you know there's life there's things going on the grass is green. The trees are greener. When you come back out, everything is more brown. Everything like the world is has less life in it. And there, you're right. There's kind of this underlying lifelessness when you when you are awakened in that vault. And the tone and everything changes. And I can see how that could hit you as being like disturbing. Absolutely.
5: I'm also thinking about uh, in sanctuary that the the basement of one of the houses that was made into a makeshift bunker. I don't know if that was with the pipe pistol that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. but that's what my first thoughts when you guys were talking about that because I saw a skeleton in there in in there, but I didn't see anything with it. I just thought you know oh it's just some some uh doomsday prepper that didn't maybe. prep didn't prep correctly
0: yeah maybe maybe Stagger, did you want to add something yeah
3: it's thought about uh in new vegas like when you get to freeside living the outskirts of like new vegas and uh you see those little kids chasing that giant rat and mm-hmm. then you shoot the rat and they like run up and start eating it and they're like thank you mister <laughs> yeah, I, and, uh, I just remember the first time I saw that and I was like, oh, holy shit, dude. Oh, no, yeah. that's dinner for them. Oh, man.
0: Oh, yeah, that's pretty dark. <laughs> Katamari or Reaper, do you have any thoughts on any of this stuff that we've been talking about? Anything you want to chime in with?
1: So I guess the kind of weird or creepy thing is in the in Fallout 4, in the, the witch museum, mm-hmm. there's a little like, hidey hole that you need to jetpack to get up into there's like a two skeletons and a knife in one of them on like a table
0: because
1: mm. like you know it's up with, like the witch trials and stuff
0: oh so. is that a reference to the witch trials
1: uh yeah i saw it on a uh, youtube video i think a little bit ago there's like interesting things off of or something like that okay there's like was, like a hole in the uh the museum of witchcraft Huh. And there's just like, oh yeah, there's a little hole right here that you need, if you have a jet powered power jet pack to get up to, there's just two bodies and a knife in one of them.
3: Uh-huh. That's like kind a,
1: of weird or creepy, egg, I find.
0: Yeah, it's like a little Easter egg that unless you have a jet pack, you wouldn't even know it's there. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was there. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Katamari, did you want to say something?
4: No, I don't think I have anything at home. <laughs> okay, I, I thought you
0: unmuted. Uh, I thought you might have wanted to chime in. Um, man, this this is fun. This has been a fun conversation. Um, so here, let's go around and you know just kind of to wrap this up. Is there is there one thing in Fallout you find the absolute creepiest? And and the way I want to the way I want to frame this is, if I was to teleport you into the world of Fallout, what situation would you absolutely like the last situation you would want to be in at all. And this isn't like life or death situation. Like obviously you wouldn't want to be like in a situation where there's a death claw, like with its mouth open and it's like your head is in its mouth. Like absolutely. You don't want to be in that situation. I'm talking like what creepy let's, let's say environment. what creepy environment would you least want to find yourself in? If you were to just close your eyes right now, and then I all of a sudden I just snapped my fingers, and like, be doo do be do you just kind of, poof. And now you're in a situation, and you have the exact same things on your body that are currently on your body. And boom, you're now in a new situation. And this isn't a life or death situation, this is a creepy situation. You aren't necessarily in mortal danger, but you might be you don't know what environment would you least want to be in when you open your eyes stagger the gourmand's kitchen oh man that's a good one that's you wake up and, you're, and you look around and you realize you're in the gourmand's kitchen and you're not a chef or are you a chef both of those are not great <laughs> 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 That's a good one. That's a good one, Katamari.
4: Honestly, the one thing that jumps to the top of my mind is being stuck in that simulation with those um people in the one vault. Oh, the guys controlling yeah. Everything.
3: yeah, yeah, so yeah.
4: That is the one place I would never ever want to find myself.
0: Tranquility Lane. That's pretty creepy. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With the with uh 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 Stannis um being the creepy little girl, yeah. Absolutely, I can't
4: imagine anything creepier than that.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: I, I actually just listened to that episode earlier today at work. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, like, so i I'm, I have a ten-hour shift, so I'm like listened to, to like multiple of them the other day. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. So Reaper, do you not- have do you have a, a situation that you absolutely wouldn't wouldn't want to be in?
1: I'm saying so. It, 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 you just complete silence just like around you
0: okay it's complete. you don't hear
1: anything except maybe some fly, like buzzing or like
0: flies or something like that and you'd be out in like the wilderness like in the middle yeah, of nowhere yeah, it's
1: like in the middle of nowhere <laughs> yeah
0: okay so middle of nowhere in the wasteland you don't know where you are complete silence and you don't know what's around the next corner yeah yeah i can i can see that okay all right pie man
5: Okay, so my, mine's just a little bit different than everyone else's because it, it it's not where somewhere I would want to be. It, you know uh, it's sort of it's sort of an Easter egg if if you don't know what you're looking for. Uh it's, um, You know where that the Swan Swan mm-hmm. were working. In the is. lake? Well uh, in Fallout Four in Boston.
0: Right, in the lake. Swan the yeah. super mutant, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the location. But if you don't know, in the corner, in one of the corners, there's a, there's like a steps going down to a door. Go into that door. It It's actually an Easter egg for the show. Cheers. Oh yeah. Cheers yeah. or Frazier. I can't
0: remember. The cheers bar. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And it's full of skeletons. Like what it was in the, you know, like where characters were in the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Me not knowing that there are a ton of skeletons in there. It it creeped me out and I wouldn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So like if you if poof I was there and all of a sudden I see ton of skeletons, there's not power. It's all dark and all, yeah. dark and everything. It, it dude, man. I, I I'd be it'd mess me up
0: yeah i I can imagine that i can imagine that
5: Mm -hmm. even though even though i know that's not that's not the purpose the the purpose that the developers or every anyone oh but yeah if if you you were to wake up there sure you kidding me Mm -mm.
0: yeah no i get it i get it that's that makes sense to me laney do you have a spot you absolutely yes she's nodding her head yes
2: not like a specific spot but pretty <laughs> much any scenario where you're being uh forced or manipulated into like a raider group or a cult mm. would be the scariest for me i mm-hmm. think okay so
5: you're so you're y- staying so sta- saying like the sti- steel mill where they're trying to get the, the young dude to kill to kill the the, sure. the settler.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah or or just
2: any kind of situation like that or like you know they they go out of their way sometimes to like get you hooked on drugs to like get you stuck in with them you know just any any of that just sounds awful
0: (laughs) yeah yeah all right so i guess i have to chime in too so for me i think it would be terrifying to wake up and look down and realize That I'm not in my own body anymore. I'm in the body of a synth. And then wonder. Where my body is. And if this is who I am. And not have a sense of who I am anymore. That would be terrifying. Because all of a sudden. My reality would shatter. And then that would just throw me for a loop. I think that would just be super crazy so yeah yeah
2: what if you were dropped in and you were uh you were already like ghoulified or like
0: yeah something like um, that would be
2: very scary or you were a super mutant
0: so i'm thinking like a situation where like you look down like you look in the mirror and you know like you know you're a synth kind of the way that um Mm -hmm. uh the detective uh uh, what's his face? Um, Valentine. Valentine. Nick Valentine. Yeah, like Nick Valentine is clearly a synth. You look in the mirror, you can tell he's a synth. Um, like that kind of situation. You look in the mirror and basically you look like Nick Valentine. And I look in the mirror and I go, oh, I'm like Nick Valentine now. Who am I really? Am I? Have I always been a synth? No, because I wasn't in Fallout. <laughs> you know, like. What do I do now? Like, how does this work? Yeah, that that would be frightening. Also, okay, now I'm in a world where people hate synths. What do I do? (laughs) You know, like, oh. That would be that would be very scary. That's that's where I would go. So, man, this has been super fun. Thank you for joining me, everybody. And um, why don't we go back through and feel free to share anything that you guys are working on, anything you want to share that you're, you're doing. Give a call out to and how people can reach you and it can be as simple as hey you know give me a shout out on the discord or here's my social media you know i'm on twitter or whatever and why don't we start with pie man pie man you do anything cool and how can people get a hold of you
5: i've I've, actually i've been busy i've been very busy with work and the other things like the podcast i've been working on Mm -hmm. trying to create but, uh, I'm actually creating, uh, coming soon, uh, media company, like a uh, small time little media company in, out of my parents' basement. Okay. So, so, uh, so yeah, so, so yeah, I more to come launch trailer with that or, or yeah, more. To we, com- yeah. Have- a lot more to come with that starting in 2022. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, if you have yeah, something I, to I, share, I've have, I have like this big timeline. Oh, nice. I've... Nice. So yeah. I'll, also how you can reach me. I'm usually not on discord as much as I, I used to be, but I'll, I'll occasionally pop in whenever I'm, I'm not busy, busy with my company, my new company, uh, working as you can see, I'm in my truck still.
0: Yep. Yep. What's the new company called? Just so people will be able to recognize it as you've got more to reveal,
5: uh, it'll be called, uh, Floyd entertainment,
0: Floyd entertainment. Well, cool, man.
5: Mm -hmm. Floyd entertainment. It's, uh, it, it, I chose that name because of, uh, uh, it's actually, um, in memory of my mom's parents who recently passed away within a year of each other.
0: Oh, wow. That's unfortunate. Uh, my mom,
5: my mom's uh, last, uh, you know, maiden name is Floyd. So oh. I thought I'd be. Not, I thought, I'd, and it also rolls off the tongue better. But but mostly, <laughs> mostly because of that, because like literally within six months to a year between each other, they were, they were both gone. De- oh. My grandpa died of of cancer, and my grandma on my mom's side died of uh, a rare a rare ovarian cancer mm-hmm. not not far after 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 he left so well,
0: i'm sorry to hear that buddy
5: i i uh i i named the company after their last name
0: okay well hey you know what when you've got more to share uh please share it on the discord there's the promote your stuff section on the discord and i'm sure we'll you'll pop in here for some future episodes and you can share more as you've got more stuff to launch and good luck with that i'm, I'm sorry for you know the news for your family and i hope they're doing okay um but that's awesome um, congratulations on you know it's always fun to launch a new company and get something new started so good luck with that that's that's really cool yeah, um,
5: i have a i have a logo finalized it was actually the one that that i showed you guys yeah yeah in, i remember seeing it
0: the, i remember seeing it on discord yep so cool yeah, stuff. I
5: finalized that last week.
0: Awesome, wow. awesome. Well, good luck with all of that. Let's move on to Reaper. Reaper, you doing anything cool you want to share? And how can we get a hold of you?
1: I'm not doing anything cool, but you can get a hold of me on on my Discord. My name there is uh, SG Reaper. So if you need something to someone to play want someone to play with, I'm on there.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, and I'm I'm glad you got a chance to jump in for your first time. All right, let's Thanks. Move, let's move on to Katamari Junkie. You got anything cool going on and how can we get a hold of you?
4: Well, I don't think I have anything exciting to share. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But uh yeah, I'm Katamari Junkie. You can find me in the Discord under that name and uh I definitely respond if I'm tagged. <laughs>
0: awesome. Awesome. All right, well we'll see you on the Discord and then we've got Stagger and Stumble. What you got?
3: I made 160 chicken cordon blues the other day. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's
0: uh, that's 160 more chicken cordon blues than I've ever made. So, congratulations. yeah,
3: it's somewhat labor intensive. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I don't uh, really have anything cool going on. I'm at work all the time. I, After this week, my work week should be a little more manageable. So I will be on the Discord, and my name on there is Stagger underscore and Stumble, or and underscore Stumble. Sorry, if anybody wants to hit me up
0: awesome awesome well i'm glad work is starting to chill out for you and we'll get to see you around the discord a little bit more that'll be nice it'll be nice to have you around so very cool and then we've got neos pandora laney you got anything cool going on or ways people can get a hold of you
2: uh neos pandora everywhere also on the discord also everywhere else say
0: hi. very cool very cool (laughs) and then you guys know how to get a hold of me i've got all my podcasts and shows we've got the robots radio Network, RobotsRadio.net for all the shows. We've got some new shows joining the Rocket Club, so lots of fun stuff going on there. Look in the Discord in the Rocket Club section for all the new shows. There's always new stuff popping up, so if you're looking for some new podcasts, go look in there. We've got some really, really fun new creators creating some awesome new shows with some really cool new ideas, so please go check that out. Also, if you are looking for something to do in the mornings uh, during the week, I have been streaming for over the last month now, um, every every weekday morning, unless there's something that comes up, um, and that's it's rare, but I try to do this every single weekday morning, streaming in the mornings uh, from about 8.30 till noon Eastern time, and I've been playing games with the community, people have been hanging out, having an awesome time. It's really been helping me out personally because it gives me people to chat with and helping improve my my mood, making my life better because I have friends, which is <laughs> which is huge because I spend a lot of time by myself. So come hang out with me, twitch.tv slash Robots Radio. I would love to see you guys in the stream. And we've got a goal. If we can hit 25 concurrent viewers for a week straight, then I will be giving away a game of whoever wins choice. So with all these new games coming out in the fall and a bunch of uh, you know awesome games out there, then come 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 hang out. I'd love to give away a game to somebody who's really been wanting to get a hold of something and just can't quite afford it right now. Um that's kind of a thank you to the community. Also, if we can hit 25 in a day, we've got a little chest. There's a little animated chest on my stream that's going to pop open and there's a prize in there as well. And you guys don't know what the prize is until we get that open. And all it takes is 25 people at the same time showing up in stream. I don't know if you want to like coordinate this It wouldn't be that hard with the size of this audience to for somebody just be like, hey, guys, let's all pop in on the stream at the same time and pop open that chest. Nobody's figured out how to do that yet. Nobody's actually like, I don't know. Mastermind this, which I'm surprised about. We've gotten really close. I think we got up to like 23 the other day. But one of these days we'll pop open that chest and see what's in there. Anyway, thank you for being here, everybody. Chat, thank you for being here. Patrons, thank you for being here. You guys are awesome. We'll be back next week. And until then, stay safe in the wasteland. We'll see you guys around. Talk to you later. To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio
4: You've been listening to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people.
5: Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.
0: Awesome, guys. Thanks for joining me. Woo. Woo. Lainey disappeared, but she's still here. She's like a ghost. Woo. Boo! She's oh,
4: trying to be spooky. Oh.
0: Yeah, she's creepy. Oh. She's a ghost.
4: Where'd it's you go? But slightly early
0: yeah he's being so spooked creepy ghost. i'm so
3: not looking forward to halloween no, no. it's just i am looking killer for to restaurants
4: Vietnam,
0: oh yeah for restaurants we're we're doing stuff with um my son we're going to his school they're having like a trunk or treat thing and we're dressing up like ghostbusters
4: <laughs> oh nice,
3: nice. Uh, it'll be it'll be <laughs> fine dress <laughs> up it'll be fun. So, so now that i'm like a manager at work or whatever i i don't get holidays off Mm-mm. Oh, like ever, especially in a restaurant, like I don't get the weekends off. I don't get holidays off. Yeah, we have this rough. like huge, uh, giant Halloween party planned and like, it's the whole bar slash dining room is going to be filled and it's just going to be terrible.
0: Yeah. I bet. When do you get time off?
3: Uh, starting next week, it's going to be Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Well, that's at least you get,
0: now you get two days off. So that's nice. At least you got that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a lot I only more. I do get two days, days off.
3: So... And I don't won't have to open as much anymore now that we're through like wedding season. on um, the my other manager will be like opening, and I'll be doing
4: like most of the evening shifts.
0: That's good. That's good.
4: I'm getting yeah. a uh, yeah. random spooky tattoo this Friday, Ooh. and I don't know what it's going to be until I roll the dice. What? You don't? It could be anything. What? What yeah, kind of tattoo? It's eighty dollars to roll a thirty-one sided die. And whatever it lands on you get tattooed if you don't like it you can pay ten dollars to roll the die again oh
1: no underscore <laughs> and underscore <laughs> stumble
0: and <laughs> i am so excited nightwing seven thousand five hundred and one gifted a tier one sub to stagger oh man and underscore stumble look at this and this is their first gift sub in the channel oh Nightwing's gifting holy crap nightwing gifted stagger a and seven thousand five hundred and one oh. gifted catamary junkie a subscription. We got another one? Nightwing seven thousand five hundred and one gifted a tier one sub to Catamari junkie. They have given wow. two gift subs in the channel.
5: Wow! Thank
0: you, Nightwing. Wow! Thank you. Holy crap! Catamary <laughs> got a gift sub. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Nightwing. Two gift subs. Very man.
5: I don't know I'm, if, I'm happy for this weekend now. I don't know if those were targeted
0: or if they were just random and they happened to be two the two of you guys who happen to be in the stream that's awesome holy crap thanks for the thanks for the gift subs that's awesome
5: I have two tickets to the Michigan Michigan state game this weekend oh yeah mm-hmm is it supposed no, to be good they, I, I they, don't keep up cost. with sports they, they don't' they're, they're not a pretty penny
0: uh, all
5: right
3: they were expensive
0: <laughs> all right well I hope I hope it's a good game
3: The Michigan games also fucked me over at work. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people. Uh, Yeah. Like uh, the bar fills up and then uh, we have to make a bunch of like appetizers and stuff. Mm. Then uh, we came up with this like game day trio, like appetizer special that like, uh, sensibly doesn't look very hard to make but like it's three different dips and like tortilla chips and like pretzels and pita chips mm. which we all like make from scratch in the fryers and stuff so it's actually pretty fucking annoying
0: yeah it sounds annoying also you're making me really hungry it sounds delicious
3: <laughs> I, I just ate so
0: oh man that sounds good i think i've got chips maybe oh, i think we might have some oh, we might have you some salsa some cheese i think we have some salsa oh maybe you got some cheese i can melt I you might, should make I some might of those Mass Effect thing. recipes. Oh, well, I don't know if I have, I don't, I don't keep the kitchen stocked with too much because I'm not much of a chef, but I might have some leftover stuff that I can like put together into something. I don't know. I might have to get creative here. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. You should. Uh, we were, uh, Stagger and I were talking earlier. You should tell the, did you tell the Mass Effect crew that you were thinking about using some of those recipes? At work? Not
3: um, yet. I have to, uh, go order the stuff on the truck. Uh, um, cause like I have to like order food for the restaurant from like this, like app thing from like the food vendor.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I got to make sure they have everything on it. If not, I can probably use the, like, uh, there's like a credit card that the owner has that we can use to take to the store and stuff, but I got to a okay it before I can like actually make them.
0: Uh, uh, but well, you can tell that you can tell them you'll look into it. They'll be excited. Uh, about oh, that yeah. even.
3: I can, uh, i'll just buy black dye and get them to make that one cocktail that one yeah
0: that sounds cool that sounds cool so for the, those of you who don't know in the mass effect lorecast patreon we were doing a we have a uh, shadow broker a mysterious benefactor who's gifting um uh guest slots onto the Patreon episode and they had a competition for uh recipes either a recipe or for food or a mixed drink based on mass effect it was mass effect inspired from the video game and so people on the channel were coming up with these recipes and, and mixed drinks and um there were two winners that were picked and stagger had the idea since he's he runs a, a restaurant now of using kitchen. some I of
3: run the kitchen not the rest- it, well well the <laughs>
0: kitchen i mean basically you, you basically run the restaurant now let's be let's be honest here um <laughs> but you, we were like hey maybe i should just use some of these at the restaurant that would be cool so they would you know once you post that in there they're gonna go nuts they're gonna be like oh my god that's awesome but it's gonna be cool well guys this has been super fun without the kitchen it's not a restaurant i mean it's basically the rest you basically run the restaurant let's be honest
3: yeah it's like a uh hotel slash bar like the front part it's like a full bar with like seating and then like a bar rail and then there's like also a dining section with like an actual dining room that's like cut off from the bar they're they're trying to do a whole fucking lot there
0: yeah Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, dude. All right, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We've been watching Squid Game. I've been catching up on it. I'm a little mixed. Everyone seems really
4: so good. I loved it.
0: I'm I'm a little mixed though. There's parts of it that I'm just like, uh, it's kind of written like an anime at times. I haven't watched it. There's moments. Okay, so I don't want no spoilers. I just watched the episode with the marbles. That's not a spoiler. There's marbles in an episode, right? And yeah. I love the premise. I love the, the situations and how some of the situations play out the, the head games that are played, all of that stuff. The concept as a whole is great. Some of the characters are really cool, but the way that they play out the characters and the dialogue and things plays out like an anime. So like, okay. So if, if you were playing a game where you had 10 marbles in a, in a bag, right. And you're, playing the game with the marbles, you would keep a mental count in your head of how many marbles you have left. You would never get to a moment where you would go, oh, last one. You know, like, like you would never do that. Like, like it's, you know what I'm saying? Like the, those kinds of moments are very anime for dramatic effect. And it's like, nobody would do that. Everyone would keep a mental count of how many marbles they have. Like those kind of moments just make me cringe. I'm just like, come on.
4: Well, sometimes it's just hard to show what they're thinking. I know in the concept of a, uh, so you have to like actually show it in a way. Right,
0: but but in Western media, in modern Western media, over the last ten years, we've never had that issue. We don't have that issue anymore. We like it's written like Western media was written thirty years ago, or animes are still written today. You know what I'm saying? Like we've gotten better at showing that without having to show it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like in today's media, you would have had the person drop the last marble in their hand and then pan up to their eyes and see them go. Like you, you would have just seen the earnestness in their eyes and realize that they they're thinking, oh, crap, I'm down to my last marble. Right. That would have been enough rather that's than going
4: for media though.
0: Right. And that's my point is that like <laughs> the over the top moments make the characters seem like they're idiots and they're not idiots, but it makes them but seem like they're Korean's idiots.
3: Korean, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, there, there's another show I've been watching. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with the ultimate fighter, which was like a MMA yeah. like reality show, like about the guys trying to get into the UFC, but there's a guy in the UFC, uh, the Korean zombie uh, Chang Sun, or chan sung jung or something like that but um he has his own reality show that's similar to the ultimate fighter but it's basically like mma where these guys are allowed to challenge each other like anytime during the show oh wow and uh yeah and they just fight for money but like uh in the ultimate fighter people will go like weeks at a time without fighting like get a little bit more time to recover so whereas in this show people are allowed to be challenged up to four hours after their last fight
4: mm-hmm
3: so it's pretty intense and like it's not like extremely high level stuff but it's pretty good reality tv it also wigs me out that like i guess korea has a much heavier smoking culture still like it's a lot more normalized for like even athletes to smoke cigarettes
0: yeah and it wigs
3: me out watching these guys who are like professional like fighters and they're just like chain smoking the whole time
0: oh yeah yeah there's a lot of smoking on on squid game like everybody smokes and it again it, it seems like watching a show from 30 years ago where it was like way more common for everybody just chugging cigarettes and like you just don't see that today in the U.S. Um,
5: I have been told not to watch the English dub version now. When I do get to it,
4: yeah, yeah don't don't watch the English dub.
5: I, I heard it's funny, but I heard don't watch it. Cause it I tried
4: it maybe five minutes of it in the English dub, and I said that's enough for me. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> well,
0: all right, guys. I do it. Well, thank you for being here. I gotta get going. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, chat. I'll see you guys. I'll see you around on the Discord, and thank you again for the support. I really do appreciate it. Have a Bye. good, have a good Halloween. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yes.